Yes. The boys are most definitely back in town. Promised Dan I'd do that. <laughs> Welcome back, fellas. I know that was corny. I feel like fucking Greg James or something doing that. Um, you look up like Greg James? <laughs> don't know if that's I don't know if that's good or bad. He's not a bad looking fella, is he? I suppose. I don't know. But no, we're back. Bloody hell. Good morning, DJ. And it feels like the last time we did this is a time that I don't remember. Um, Three weeks, think? four weeks. But we're back. Grant's a married man. Uh, Mike's a broken man. And I am as well, actually, I should say. Yeah, it's been a bit tough, tough few weeks, mentally, physically, financially. But we are back and um feels good to be back as well, by the way, uh, given the last load of episodes we've done on this. I feel like it's just been like pure negativity. But um, in very typical Grant fashion, when he goes offline, things move in a big way, whether up or down. Um, this time a bit better, yeah. And yeah, this time it's better. So uh, what we'll do is we'll blast through prices and flows at the time of recording, obviously. Um, but instead of doing the daily, weekly, monthly, as we tend to, I guess we do really 24 hourly usually, we'll do it based on the last time we checked in because obviously it's been a while and, uh, well, it's frankly, it's good news. So um Bitcoin is up on the weekly, 2.74%. Uh, it's up 35,370, but that is a jump from 27,589 in the last episode, circa 28% increase. Uh, ETH is also up, obviously, uh, at 1,833. That's a 12% jump from the last time we checked in. Uh, down slightly on the weekly, but no one gives a fuck about that. And uh, total market cap is also obviously up, which uh, the big numbers make me scare scare, but um, about a 21% increase as well there. If you check whether I'm accurate there, then turn it off now. Turn <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And uh, Binance inflows as well. So uh, up 98 mil on the daily, 753 mil on the weekly, down on the monthly, 271. And fear and greed is to no surprise up to 72 uh and we were at like 48 the last time i read this out so yeah Whew, bloody hell uh, where, yeah where do we start um i mean as we as you know if you've listened to this before if you haven't we tend to do winners and losers um we very very often go off piste but uh the winners is obviously well everything in general i guess really um one headline that sort of caught our eye a little bit this morning is that the weekly crypto asset flows are at the highest that they have been since July 2022. Um, which, yeah, good, very good, very good, very good. Because that's because we've been just circulating the same. I've been robbing from Mike, Mike's been robbing from you, and then like it just goes <laughs> back around the same circle. Like, that's all, like, on a mass scale, that's all the industry's been for the past 18 mm. months. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's swayed more towards probably you, you robbing from us than <laughs> us robbing from you. <laughs> no, I got I got fucked yeah. off before I went like before we left and to for the wedding and stuff. I just said fuck it, I'm just gonna buy it. Just put everything in Bitcoin. Like it's obviously got the well, you'd like to think lowest downside potential out of mm-hmm. any any of the majors. So I just bought that and then didn't check because I was like getting pulled from pillar to post and. Felt like we were on a stag do half the time. So it was really hungover. And then uh, opened it up one day. And then it was just like, yeah, 
very very happy prices but to be fair we uh, just had jerry as a commentary every day telling I'm, us we were up we were up 10 percent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh i know yeah but we, we were obviously like covering the ground movements while grant was having the most important time of his life and uh yeah, we just had Jerry popping up constantly saying what was going on, <laughs> which was nice because usually it's not good news. Well, it hasn't been of late, um, but yeah, shit, things to talk about. Uh, so more winners. Uh, the thing, uh, uh, do we start with that one? Yeah, we will, Grant, and then we'll move on to the pretty obvious play. Uh, DMT uh, is up 59%, Grant. That one's for you. Yeah, so DMT is Sanko Dream corporation uh, that had like a decent run and we've covered it plenty of times on here it's on arbitrum um they had a pretty good short-term incentive proposal out i can't remember if we've got i'll have to check our spreadsheet that we've got going on i've checked up that past i'm pretty sure it did um and then hickson who's now writing the blockmates newsletter and the blockmates buffet which is a daily bulletin in telegram told me about it before I logged off last night and said, buy this <laughs> as he, as he tends to do. And then it was up like 80% overnight and I didn't, didn't touch it. Cause I was, you know, that one where you're like, oh, I'll just do it in the morning. And then you wake <laughs> always. up. Yeah. It's always, oh, I won't get out of bed or I'll just do it in the morning. And that's, they're the ones that you just do. Don't be lazy. And it's, um, they've released their streaming platform on Arbitrum. They've got the game and they've got a couple of games on there, a couple of, like casino type games and some OG type games as well, but it looks like it's setting itself up to be this kind of on-chain streaming platform, which is quite interesting. And then they did um, host, I don't know if it was a Spaces or they actually hosted a live stream on the platform last night with Arbitrum. It looks like they're getting good backing from them. So um, yeah, it's you know nice to see mm-hmm. something a bit unique moving. So they weathered the storm though. Actually, uh, right. Well, uh, they fucked they... up their launch like twice. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. If ever there's a time for those who have weathered the storm to uh make hay while the sun shines, well then well done to you all. Feels a little bit un uh, usual list that we're doing this episode with like green to talk about. Um I'm not complaining, but Yeah, Alex um, like for anyone listening, Alex joined at the peak like tippity top of a bull market and like believes that bull markets are just a myth. And uh-huh. it's funny that you say that because there was that one there was one point after the 2017 cycle, 2018, 2017, 2018, I actually thought like it is a myth. It just doesn't exist. Like people talking about it, it's, it's a load of shit. Never, never ever gonna happen. I'm not saying that we're, we're in that phase or anything, but certainly looks a lot more green and, and rosy than mm-hmm. it has done over the past couple of weeks. But um yeah, just get ready to lose your mind if anyone's listening, it's gonna be the first cycle um indicators are it's looking good but we're too busy for this now oh, fuck it man Connor goes all out the window we're, we're for controlling telegrams and talking <laughs> spamming uh, spamming sleepy dev and shit like that for most of us <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i'm not gonna go into that um what was i gonna say there fuck i've lost what i was gonna say there <laughs> my train of thought that's it you sort of know that we're in for it when i've had a text from my mum and two people who I would not even call a friend, an acquaintance, who know I'm in this space, like, asking me about things. And I said to Mike the other day, I was like, that's how you know, isn't it? That's Because everyone's quick to, like, be all over you when it's been a 
like crock of shit for how long? Like, well, what are you doing when they see you in the pub? Like, yeah. but now, ask ask them what they think they should buy, and then we'll oh, buy it. Coin. Don't start with that. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> because there's there's like method to the madness of this. Like, you know, obviously, you know, like the bell curve distribution and yeah, and like left curve, right curve. But those left curves coming in at the space, I think they've cracked it for the first time. Come in with no like preconceptions of how stuff works. People see that. Cardano and XRP are like really low price. So if they go at the price of Bitcoin, then they're going to be billionaires. Like, unbetold to them, like, if that ever was to happen, it'd be like the largest market cap on fucking earth and probably the universe. Um, but you need to like pick up on like a couple of people who ask and then you ask them and say, what are they buying? Because those mm. are the like, those are your eggs and liquidity as bad as it sounds. Like, when you actually yeah. want to come sell. First time around a cycle, you don't know how to sell. You don't know what the red button looks like. And like cults like that can form and like subconscious bias can form towards specific assets and they run really, really, really hard. Um, not financial advice or anything, but farm your friends and family who come in the industry for the first time. <laughs> Do we want to talk about it, Mike? Do we want the text? No, we Honestly, don't. Like, well, what was it? It was, yeah, he texted me since, have a look at this, Coscoin. And I've seen it on my Instagram, like people going, do you want to join my trading group? And it's quantitative trading, this coin that you put money in and you press a button and magically money appears. And you also get hey, rewards you know I think, for people joining you. I think my you. brother might be on about this as well. <laughs> Probably. So it sounds a bit like like Ponzi, like peak Ponzi. He said he goes on, like presses the button every day and there's like money there. But like, yeah. The age old people at work have had thousands out of it. You know that's I mean? exactly yeah, it. Just, yeah, like that's what we're hearing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't go down that rabbit hole. Sounds like, yeah, cool. that one. <laughs> I got, I got added to, uh, I got added to a group chat about it as well, and I just I immediately muted it. And then I was on the sofa the other night, and they were talking about it again. And like the main culprit was telling the lads that he'd made like, <laughs> I'm not going to go into the. the... <laughs> definite numbers and the lads i just sort of funny when it's not you, isn't it? yeah i know but i actually text a couple of them on the side that i do like particularly care about and i said don't do this just leave the group like it's a fucking pyramid ponzi scheme dressed up as crypto it's like some of the local gangsters where we're from have been putting it on instagram i'm with my gangsters that's a stretch but uh it just it pisses me off though at the same time because it's just a bad luck for us isn't it like it's a bad luck it's just that constant well that's like when we're on about moving over to different platforms and stuff like that, that's who we'll be contending against in the algorithm, like Instagram and stuff like that, which is which is annoying. But that's like how the majority of the rest of the world sees it. Like, well, yeah, but yeah, it's insane. I don't know. Well, we could get bogged down in it, but we won't. So look, um, so how much are we putting in? <laughs> yeah, how much? Are we putting? Yeah, it's where we go. It's for the end, right? <laughs> The full treasury, yeah, the full blockchain <laughs> treasury is going in on that. Let's exit that big one that we keep talking about and go straight in the coin. <laughs> no, no, no. But it has. It's look. It took me thirteen minutes to get here, um, which is way too long. But Solana, um, hate to say, Grant told you so, but he did. Um, and I wish I was you, but I'm not. But yeah, what can we say? Spelled out in a fucking thirty-two page report and literally yeah, told everyone quite, what yeah. to do, how to get over there, how to yeah. set up a wallet. Like only spent a month on it. Yeah, it took me a fucking month to write. Partly <laughs> down to me like being like super 
destructive all the time. But um, it was just the most, I don't know, it's easy to say in hindsight, but it was inevitable that was going to happen regardless. It was just like, just I remember the days of $80 ETH and kicking myself for not just mm-hmm. buying that and just going into a coma and forgetting about it and just constantly reminding myself that I'd never let anything like that happen again. So, um, like anything from if you got it at eight, like everyone seems to have caught it at eight, apparently. Like every, everyone on, on Twitter <laughs> caught it at eight, which is funny because yeah. everyone was calling for three at the time, if anyone remembers. Um, yeah. but everyone, everyone caught it at eight, which is, which is funny how that works. But anywhere for in the teens to like early 20s and any, anything close to 30 probably looks a little bit more handsome now. But yeah, it's a, it's just it's always good to get close to some shit and try stuff out. Like you've got to have that natural curiosity about stuff. And I think mm. one of the hardest things coming into a second or even third cycle is not having like the urge to just try new shit because you're enthusiastic about it and just like resting on your laurels thinking you know everything and I know there's like new people coming at the market trying to tell me different. No, you just have to go and try shit out yourself and like actually use it. Because if you don't you're just going off here, sir. And the algorithm works as like a huge echo chamber. And your mm. opinion can be swayed on something without even understanding it yourself. So um, knowing and using it for so long and knowing like people who are building that ecosystem, it was just like the most obvious play ever. So um, that was another one where I've just set and forget. And it helps it's on a wallet that I don't use all the time as well. It's just like yeah. sat away on a phantom wallet and I'll just buy it and just leave it. And then I was saying to you both earlier, hardest part now is, got the entry it's just don't fuck it up and don't fumble it and yeah because it'd be very very easy to be like oh i'll just take some profit now as we're coming in like 44 40, like 43 44 like key area of resistance but why just go into a coma for the next 12 to 24 months and see what happens and if it reaches its full potential or does like the same reflexes reflexes reflexive nature as what eve did it's like you know it starts to look very very pretty but well, it's what it, you're battling with that, aren't you? Because what you in a bull market, what you get is very impatient. So you get used to making the quick money, and then mm-hmm. I guess what we've had is again in the in the in the bear, which is paid dividends. Really, is getting that patience back to a certain degree and waiting for the right opportunity, and then just sitting on that. So you have like in a way, like that's what I was saying to Grant before you got on the call, Al. In terms of, I'm not going to force anything. And, and and rush into it. If there's an opportunity there, I'll take it. But it's I find it a lot easier to sit on things now again than yeah. when we were in peak bull, where it was like, right, like get it out, rotate, rotate, rotate. Which I won't say that I might. I'll probably end up going back to that if we get another bull. <laughs> You've definitely that. At the, yeah, <laughs> at the moment, um, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to be patient and sit on it and just see, like let it take over. I think surely depends on the player though as well, doesn't it? Like. Yeah, 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 but stuff like that. When you're looking at big ecosystem yeah. players like Sol, your Avaxes, your ETH, it they become just long-term players that you can just sit and forget. Really, it's like, frustrating. It was pure laziness for me. I couldn't be asked bridging more over. And I was like, what I had on chain, I was like, yeah, fuck that's it. That's an edge in and of itself, though. Like yeah. people were like, people were are too lazy to bridge over. Mm. Like, and that is in and of itself an yeah. edge because it's a different wallet. Um. And like the thing, what you're saying there, Mike, patience works. E- well, it's a lot easier when your time horizon for a specific player is a lot longer. You can be a little bit more careless with your entries. 
and your exits for that matter. Like if it's a short term, medium term position, it's like you need to really be like if you if you if you go to the polar extremes, if you if you got a five like a five year thesis on something, like it's really matter what price you fucking buy now, really mm-hmm. within reason. If you'd like trading like at the opposite extreme on a fucking one minute candle, <laughs> then you obviously gonna have to yeah. be very, very particular with your entry. And yeah. that works across the full spectrum. So it's like if you are kind of rotating in and out, particularly in low liquidity environments, I know we'll come back and get more liquidity in the markets now. But the past eighteen months have been really difficult if you haven't been choosing your entries wisely, choosing your exits wisely as well. Yeah, now it and that's the beauty of a bull market, you can be a little bit more lax even yeah. if the time horizon of your if your entry and exit's a little bit shorter, and that's why that's why everyone thinks they're a fucking brilliant trader in the bull market because you can enter sloppy and you can exit sloppy and still make money, hmm. and then you get your ass handed to you in your in your first bear market. It happens every time. That's the problem, isn't it? It's like getting that point as well. Like if we do get the bull, it's like when when does it end? And like that's that's <laughs> when do you because never the, ends. Over trading, never ends. giving it all back. It ends. So, yeah. just, just one more two x. That's when it ends. Two x <laughs> yeah. never comes. And then you're fifty percent down. You can't sell because you feel like you should have had all that money at the top, and then you just hold it ninety nine percent down. <laughs> but we got a message the other day from uh, oh, Liam. I forget his art, and he was basically asking us for what nuts to do in a bull. Which I said, um, we'll try and get to it. I'm just really, really busy. But there you go. I clip this up, and I don't know. I mean, I think no- I, I've got a kind of an idea around that anywhere. It's like a notes the future bull market self that I want to release. Yeah, that's I need a... to pay for. I might release it on my own personal one, but I need to pay for YouTube Blue, and I don't want to do that until I get our NFTs back because that one that'll put me into a jail. So maybe I'll just do it anyway. Yeah, but next one is Avax, isn't it? No, I'm not going to get into the financial advice bit. But uh, if you're not paying attention to what's going on over there, then hopefully you are with what we do. But uh, the last point, which we did obviously see on Sol is that Van Eck had a long, long-term long price target for Sol, uh, which was 3,211. Where have they, where have they pulled that from? Uh, I mean... I, been, I got a part-time nice, job at the weekend for Van Eck and just brought that one up and, and left. <laughs> it would be funny if they were just trolling, though. There, have, you, have you not seen any of the previous predictions? It's like... Like what does that put so that now? What's it at thirty three hundred? So that's like hundred x from here, hmm. right? Yeah, ten x would be three hundred, uh, and that would put it at yeah. It starts to get into like fucking stupid territory, <laughs> but hmm. like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm all for it. Like I think it's true. <laughs> Marinade Grant. Uh, is up massively as well. Yeah, um, a lot of the Sol ecosystem just obviously yeah, pumping. going high beta against um, Solana. But yeah, it's it's quite low liquidity, but Marinade is, is like the leading liquid staking provider on Solana. And everyone's like, well, Lido did well, so Marinade should do well. And there's kind of, there's definitely something to that. The only thing I would say is pretty low liquidity. So if you're entering with size, you're absolutely fucked. Um, and the other thing is, there's also um, Gito, which is a liquid staking provider for Solana, but it also has kind of um, any MEV rebate goes back to stakers as well. So there's like a bit of a higher yield there, and they don't have a token yet. So I can imagine they're going to play the whole 
will tease a tease a airdrop game. They'll get a shitload of TVL as mm. Jito Sol, and then the token launches, and then probably flips Marinators number one. But it seems like a lot of the a lot of people wanted to express that they want a Solana liquid stake and token are expressing it through Marinade, and it's like fucking annoying because I tweeted about it and said these are the Solana tokens to watch. Didn't do anything about it, and then it like literally went. 2x overnight so so basically just like personified what like, you said exactly yeah. Uh, yeah, really. yeah yeah <laughs> it's, a, it's a skill in itself but fall, falls victim of the laziness as well <laughs> but well it just proves it it's right isn't it um yeah yeah i mean the, the whole basket's moving isn't it across solana um manlets which is just manlets is like i'm kind of happy where we've got to with meme coins like i'm so glad we've moved away from just like fucking dog ponzies and occasional bird and shit like that. I'm <laughs> glad we've got to like Pit Viper Tolly Gensler Inu thirty three and like Yeah. Really, like the websites are always pretty good. I'm I'm kinda proud of the industry for moving in that direction because it's actually funny instead of just being absolute dog shit and just different mm. Japanese dogs. <laughs> It's testing human resolvers, isn't it? It's like the real. It's it's the bear market that's done that as well. It's like the real funny cunts are still around. So it's standing the test of time, you know. Not just some other stupid dev with absolutely no sense of humor forking into the contract and launching it with a shit name. Like, I think there's still a few of them though. Oh, there's definitely a few of them. But uh, I agree with you, Grant. <laughs> I'd like to know Boyle's take on that. I'm proud yeah. of the meme coin space. Maybe we'll run it through him. Um, but do you want to talk about Manlets briefly before we move on? Or well, Manlets is like the insult of I don't know who where it got floated from, but a lot of um, like Ethereum maxis are, it started to use that as a term towards people who were in the Solana ecosystem, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just obviously it's just been picked up and and yeah. ran with. Which is the best way to do it. Like, take the piss out of yourself. It's, it's, it's always mm-hmm. a good defense mechanism. <laughs> uh, sushi's up as well, which we have an interesting theory around that one. Um, Mike, Mike, do you want to? <laughs> I don't want to talk wanna about it, Mike. I don't so... want to relive anything of that again. Like, I, made, I woke up and I made the mistake of what Alice tells me not what to do. And I picked up my phone and I looked at Twitter and I seen the first, like, tweet about it and I clicked open the tweet and then I can't un like I can't unburn that from my friggin' eyes man. So yeah, so basically don't watch that whole video. We're not gonna talk about it, but tell the people where they can find it. If you're listening, if you no no because if you listen them I will save people. I'll be their saviour. Just type in horse video on Twitter. You'll be able to find it. But don't watch it if you're at work or if you're around kids because you'll probably get put on a fucking register. Yeah, <laughs> not safe for work, but on the tra- not on the train, not anywhere in your life. And we're probably well, not yeah, that's why about, you know, that's why I see if she's in the <laughs> Yeah, but we're not going to talk about why we think that that's the link there either, are we? Just to be honest. <laughs> um, losers uh, kind of ties into some news headlines and uh, Safe Moon um, down sixty five percent. Yeah, the founders have been arrested. <laughs> yep. Good news. Yeah. And that Coffeezilla did like a full expose on them, didn't he? Yeah. He does some good stuff in. Slowly catching up on people. <laughs> it looks like, doesn't it? Slowly like mm. eating away people. I know that uh in the UK they're looking for crypto investigators now. 
that's so, so that's also fun. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. You get more... Right. Well, does Jack, Jack make more than that? Probably. <laughs> A lot more. It feels like we've I've just had like... PTSD of like every good morning DJ I've ever done there, like someone else being arrested, something else bearish, but no, that's the last thing at the end, but we will actually tie this into, uh, obviously we have to talk about the ongoing SBF thing. Um, and one of the headlines that did make us laugh was the fact that he wasn't sure nearly 150 times, which yeah, what what do we think is going to be the outcome here eventually? I know we're completely speculating, but um, I just think if you're not sure about anything, then you you're obviously guilty of everything. <laughs> you can't be CEO of a company and go, I don't know anything. Right. It doesn't work it's like, like that. gross negligence or what? Yeah, surely that's like that should be some sort of like he's broken the law just in that regard anyway. So you cannot be yeah. in charge of everything and just know nothing. Like it's just yeah. insane. So it's just think, one of them, isn't it? He's... Do you think it ties into is like, you know how every last ounce of a defense case is, is like nothing's left to chance. So like his appearance where his shirt's mm. untucked, laces undone, like his, his suits look oversized to make him look smaller. Like, his hair's like uncapped, and do you think like that whole spiel of I don't know is just like a conscious effort to kind of play into that and build up that kind of character around it, where it's just like he knows what he's fucking doing. He's the re- like he knows what he's doing because after it all collapsed, he was going on fucking Twitter spaces and yeah. like speaking publicly about it because he thought he thought he could talk his way out of it. Like he literally thought he was smart, mm. the smartest man in the room, and he could talk his way out of it. And he got his ass handed to him for, by fucking CZ and Binance, so. So we'll try, know, the, we'll try and play mm-hmm. the court that he's that like this sort of happy go lucky. He doesn't like he's he's like bit of a nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm constantly torn. I am. But then again, torn. it's like beyond reasonable doubt, isn't it? Yeah. As a jury, like it, de- it depends how close. Like even if you had prior knowledge in that and uh, on the case, and yeah, it must be a difficult one. Well, it's not a difficult one, is it? in terms of that regard, but if no one gives any information, you're more likely to slip up if you do give information. And the more you say, then go, oh, not sure. Yeah. Mm, I I don't know. I, I think if you're a juror and you, this is the first time you've ever heard of the guy and you're hearing it all, I think it's a tough call. It's, there's, playing devil's advocate, sometimes I do think, is maybe that's just, is his car, and maybe I'm falling into the Michael Lewis trap there. Um, did you read it? I haven't. I was just going to ask you, have you finished it? Yeah, I'm assuming you have. I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. You just couldn't? Just, no. Just too much. Just too much. Yeah. Being like that close to it and seeing like people I know very well like lose millions and yeah, like that just being a complete puff piece from start to finish. It also makes me look on everything else that he's ever made and just think, hmm. does he actually have a fucking clue what he's talking about? And it's kind of ruined a lot of it for me, just the way he's went on. What we know, you know, everyone, everyone was for sale, like around Sam, like everyone was for sale. If it is the case that he is just that daft and was running the operation, but wasn't in one hundred percent tune with what was going on, I don't know. It's just that's that's what makes it so captivating. The cat. What's the point then? Like you can't, you can't, like I, yeah, unless like there's there's someone else that was pulling the the, the strings. 
then ultimately, like, I just, I just can't see it from the conversations yeah. he's had back and forth with Caroline and like everything like that. There's just no, there's just no way. He just didn't know. There's just no. it doesn't happen. Like you can't be in that environment and not know. It's just not, it's not plausible for me. Um, Where's Taruko as well? Like where the fuck's he at? Uh, but I think the last thing is the courtroom sketch, which again, fuck off Twitter <laughs> community notes because get it to pop up on the screen right about now, um, Henry. But the, basically someone tweeted a courtroom sketch of Caroline looking like uh, the fucking Mona Lisa or something or the scream. <laughs> and um, next to it is supposedly SBF, but it just looks like... Uh, Tyler Durden from Michael or something, but then yeah, some bar- that's exactly what it looks like. Some boring bastard has told us this is not an actual courtroom sketch. I don't want to know. <laughs> like, just let me enjoy the the fun bits of this entire thing. So ignorance is bliss. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. But have we got any final points? Can I uh, can I close out on something fucking hilarious? You can absolutely close out on something hilarious. Of you can. Yeah. My dad's bought a load of Doge because he oh, he was making tortillas the other night. He flipped, he flipped one over and this is what was on the plate. It's such a good dog, that though. Look at it. Yeah, it really is. Tortilla it Doge happy, for the it? win. Halfway between a dog and a bear. So yeah, but, my uh, my old man's bought a load of Doge because his tortilla told him to. He's <laughs> officially religiously converted, isn't he? Yeah, so keep an eye on them meme coins because you never know. You never, you never, never know. Um, and if you've made it this far, great. Thanks for listening. Um, please go and subscribe to both our channel on YouTube. Uh, rate the podcast five stars on Spotify. I know I sound like every podcast that you ever listen to here right now, but also still early. Um, my God, we're almost at half the sub grab account that we've got on the main blockmates account. Get the real, the real flipping in's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, on ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and if you've not subbed already and been listening in, there's, it, the numbers don't lie. Really, they're, they're going up for a reason. It's because the content is excellent, even if we do say so ourselves. So, uh, yeah, go and check it out over there. As always, it'll be linked everywhere. Um, and at that, we will see you next week. 